0: It's Panama today. This is Pastor Bill Wilbur and Gambo. So glad you're with us the next 30 minutes. Kingdom of quality, the other day at church, I said, How many of you uh, have been hearing the voice of God? As we had a time of quietness, how many of you have been hearing anything from God? And nobody raised their hand. And then I said, How many of you want to hear the voice of God? And almost all of them raised their hand. So I have a question today. Do you want to hear the voice of God? We're going to talk about that. You might want to take some pens and uh, some paper and pens and really write this down. It's going to be good. I know God's going to speak to you. And get your Bible and look for John chapter 10. Be right back. Let's worship Him. Well, before I share with John 10, not too long ago, I took a Saturday and I said, Lord, I want to hear your voice. I actually uh, was just not getting that word exactly like that. I was just uh, saying, Father, I just want to know you better. Uh, What are you doing in my life? What are you doing here in Gamboa? What are you doing here in Panama? And uh, through the day, I was ending the time at 7 o'clock that Saturday, Uh, Evening, I was just leaving the church and I just said, just just listen a little bit longer. And I kept hearing the word, listen, listen, listen. And I shared that with another uh, pastor friend of mine. And he said, Bill, I've been thinking the same thing. I shared it with another uh, pastor evangelist who we had set aside at that time. I said, will you guys pray for me? He said, yeah, you know, I have that and a little something further to add to that with you. And it comes out to be this. I hope you're writing this down right now. There's three points I'm going to make very brief here. Listen for my voice. Key word being for, F-O-R. Listen for my voice. The second one is listen to my voice listen to my voice and then obey my voice obey my voice well what's the difference here the first one listen for my voice as we think about it there are a lot of voices out there right now there's a lot of voices that you don't even know that are out there some are written down some are audio some are visual and um Some are uh, emails, all kinds of stuff. Sometimes it's somebody that comes to your house, talks to you where you're in a store or something, and you're hearing and you're seeing voices all the time. Uh, How do you know? How do you know which one's God? So you have to listen for God's voice. You have to have a desire in your heart that says, Lord, I want to hear your voice. I want to hear. I don't want to just hear voice. I don't want to just know if there's a God. I want to, out of all this mess, I want to know what is your voice. You see, there are human voices. There's demonic voices. And there's God's voice. So I want to hear God's voice. So that's a choice. I make a choice to listen for God's voice. Okay, and number two, where it says, listen to my voice. Okay, God may be speaking, but let me stop and say, God, I'm focused just on you. Out of all the noise that's going on, I want to just listen to your voice. I want to not just say, hey, that's God's voice. I want to listen to it. You see, God speaks to a lot of people, and he speaks a lot of times to you. But because of being active in this and that, you may say that may be God's voice, but I'm not really focusing onto that. I'm not taking the time. I'm not listening to his voice. So, what is he saying? What is God saying to you? I mean, do you write things down? A lot of times people say, uh they come as a pastor, people come up and pray for me and that I'll know God's direction for me. A lot of times what people want is God's direction to tell them what they've already got made, made up in their mind, that they want to do something. And we just want to say, well, God, do I want to do letter A or letter B? And uh, I'm trying to make that decision. Well, what if there's letter C? or letter D, and you've limited that by saying, God, I want letter A, letter B. You want me to go to this country or that country? Well, God may have another country. This happens when a student is thinking about going away to college or something after uh, high school, and they've got a couple colleges in mind. Do you want me to go to this college or that college? Maybe God doesn't want you to go any college at right that time. Maybe he wants you to go with youth of the mission or some Bible school training for a missionary work for another year or two to settle down a little bit. See, so we have to make sure that we're hearing God's voice from God himself, not just the options that we are giving to God, which leads us right into number three with obeying my voice obeying my voice. Um, I have realized over the years that God's will is more anxious to show you and guide you for his will than you are to want it. So, when we come to that point where we totally, totally surrender and we're willing to follow even when we don't know what the consequences are going to be, Then God begins to open up the way with his voice. And here's the interesting thing. It's in the scripture about going step by step, taking a path. You know, Psalm 119 verse 104, write that one down. Psalm 119 verse 104, 105, I'm sorry, because we need to realize there is a path And it's a path with a light, a lamp, and it goes step by step. And then you can see the next step as that goes. You can take the next one. People want to have a flashlight, you know. They want to see a flashlight from God and see, wow, is that what it's going to be like in two years? Nah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that stuff five years from now. Oh, no, that'll happen. Somebody's going to get sick in our family. I don't want that will of God there. No, no, I don't want that one. But when we come to a point where we're totally surrendered, realizing that God's will and God's plan is really the only plan that we're really looking for, we don't have the option in that to say, I reject this part and I want that part. So the first one is, uh, that listen uh, for my voice it's God saying my voice, listen to my voice, make a choice you want god's uh what his voice is gonna say, and obeying whatever he says we are obedient for all that um there's a verse in romans eight fourteen Romans eight fourteen that we are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God who are led by the Spirit of God. So, in other words, God hears his sheep. John ten fourteen, my sheep, the, my sheep know my voice. Not my uh, lambs, not my animals my sheep not just sheep but they're mine god's got kids but they're not necessarily the sons of god see the difference people say well i believe in god you said well yeah god created us all we're children of god but we're all not necessarily sons of god that we're obedient that we're following him There's a difference between obeying God's written word and also obeying the leading of the Holy Spirit. What do I mean by that? You can read your Bible, you can even memorize words of God's word, but it's different than if you take it and then obey what you're actually listening. Lambs need guidance and oversight from their shepherds. When learning spiritual discernment, there needs to be ears that hear. I want to tell you a story. When I was a senior in college, what happens in, as seniors, they begin to say, well, what's going to happen when I graduate? Begin to sense that I really didn't know I was learning to know the Lord by about three and a half years old then in the Lord, and I was coming up on age 24, and when I was, uh, had the opportunity to go to what is called the Lancaster Bible Church, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I'm saying this place is, some of you might say, I know where that is, and I said, uh, I need to hear and learn what God is doing in the world with missions. And yet I was a physics major, a math major, but as I I was graduating, but I sensed that wasn't where I was gonna be. I thought maybe I'd be a high school math teacher, or physical teacher. Well, I began to feel restless about that. And I went to that conference And as I heard for four days with missionaries from around the world, I was hearing amazing things that God was doing. Now, that was a number of years ago. And uh, God was doing things there, but not like we are seeing today among the Muslims. They would go crazy in a a Bible college uh, uh, mission conference like that they would say, whoa, what great results like going on. But we were having people making deep decisions of going into areas which might not be very comfortable. And the fact that there were places all around the world. So I was listening to these missionaries, people giving reports that had gone on for um, these four days. And they had been all around the world. But on that Saturday, it came a special speaker from uh, Netherlands, Elwin Davis. And Elwin, Pastor Davis, was speaking about a full commitment to Christ and to see what God is doing in your life. And th- so they brought all these extra university students who lived in that area. And there was, oh, a couple hundred of them, plus all the other hundreds that were there. And on that Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, when Elwyn Davies spoke, I can't tell you everything he spoke, but I know what he said was life-changing because it was a place of coming to that total surrender even though you didn't know what you were gonna do, even though God was, it wasn't like saying all those who wanna go uh, to Germany and missions or to central america no it was those who will surrender to whatever god's place is. and as a senior in college almost at graduation day i did not know what was i was going to do and so when he came to that point of saying this is a surrender totally to what god wants you to do doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a missionary but it meant that you're gonna want for God's will and plan for your life, step by step. And I can remember, here's the key part. He said at the close of his message, those of you who make that decision, would you stand, come down the aisle, up to where this altar table is, our communion table is, take a moment and just surrender that to the Lord and then just get out to the side a little bit, and we're going to pray over you. But just one by one, go and take the moment of standing there. Well, one by one, some of the students went up faster than the others. Then he said, we'll wait. We'll wait. It's a big decision. We'll wait. We'll wait. And then finally, I didn't have anybody with me at that point. I mean, I didn't have a guy or a girl on my left or right that could inf- uh, influence me in any way. This was me and God. Finally, with being so restless on the inside, I said, I just gotta go. I haven't any idea what's gonna happen in my life, but I just gotta do something here. And so, I walked down the aisle. I came to that point and just stood there, and I said, God, I don't know where we're going, where I'm going, me and you, I don't know what's going to happen to me, but I'm. It's it's all about you, God. I'm just giving everything to you. And if you've had that experience, there is such a peace there that you know you've made the right decision, even though you don't know <laughs> where you're going or what you're doing. You just suddenly know you are in the hands of Almighty God. And there is peace. There is a sense I am where I am supposed to be. All these years, I look back. I've now been here this, uh, this month, in January 2022, 20, that I have been here 46 years serving the Lord. I've been on the radio program for over 25 years. Never knowing how much that was going to be. I went into the Gamboa outside, we'd call it Reneser prison, for 39 years every week. And I had no idea that night when I was making a decision for the Lord. I had no idea that I was putting my life into a place that within a very short period of time, I would be sharing the Lord for 39 years inside a Panamanian prison. I had no idea that my book, which has now been over 20 years, all over actually to about 30 different countries, maybe one or two in China, but it is there. I had no idea. And you don't know what you're gonna do. Don't try to be what I'm doing. Don't try to be what anybody else is doing. You don't know, but it is a total surrender. As I pull this together, Here is the importance of hearing God's voice. So much is going on in this world right now. It is so crazy. People say, do this, do that. You should listen to that. After a while, you just don't know. But God knows. So, listen for my voice. Number two, listen to my voice. And number three, obey my voice. John 10, verses 1 through 6, and then 7 through 18. John 10, 1 through 6, and then 7 through 18. Heavenly Father, I pray for every listener right now, and I had no idea those years ago when I was making that decision of surrendering to you, that I would be talking to people about the very same thing In Central America, I ask Heavenly Father that there will be much, much fruit from this program today. I pray for people to make this total decision of hearing the voice of God, no matter what the choice. And in Jesus' name I pray and I thank you, Lord. Amen. You can go to our website, www.gamboaunion.com, and you can see that there's a place where you can say, hey, I made a decision today. Also, we are open here in Gamboa on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock, and uh, we are praying for people. You might want to run out to Gamboa just for us to pray together with you, and let's just see what God is doing in your life.